of the blood clot crying. Everybody was dead. It's your turn. Uncensored, cry baby. Aww, did the widow referee hurt your widow feelings abroad? Aww, if I cry, we cry, you cry together. <laughs> Here we go again. So this happens to a lot of people, right? This has happened a lot throughout time and time again where a superstar doesn't get a call to close out the game. There is rarely any outrage for those people. But when it's LeBron, oh, now the referees have to pay. Oh, these referees have to be fired. I don't think a lot of y'all was watching basketball during LeBron's initial prime. This dude got every call. And it be little pity pat shit. It don't even be fucking fouls. And you remember, there was a time period where that motherfucker used to block a lot. Especially on Miami. Especially on that second go-round in Cleveland. And did you forget the uh, infamous fight with Draymond that he started in the 2016 finals? Did we forget about that? Hmm? Did we forget about all of the calls that this guy just randomly gets all the fucking time? And the one time that they're actually they actually let the play, let the players play. It's outrage now. So yesterday, right? If you don't know what I'm talking about, yesterday 
There was a game with the Lakers and the Celtics in which the Celtics won the game after the game went to overtime. The crazy part about this is this wasn't even for game. This was a tie game that this so-called foul happened on. And I'm going I'm to be honest with y'all. I wouldn't have called that shit a foul. It is what it is. I understand where the rest is coming from. Shit. <laughs> LeBron, make the fucking layup. Or dunk that bitch. You shouldn't have went up so soft. You shouldn't have missed the layup. If LeBron makes that layup for game, nobody is talking. Everybody is talking about LeBron's the goal. LeBron, 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 LeBron's clutch. Yeah, 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 LeBron's clutch. But I have more to talk about than just the crying. This nigga LeBron, after he doesn't get the call, gallivants all over the court looking like Speedy Gonzalez and Yosemite Sam put together. The nigga cried. This nigga cried more than Kimberly Elise does in every fucking movie. This nigga cried like a bitch when he did not get his way. Did he have a right to complain? Sure. But he is so fucking extra. This is why nobody likes this motherfucker. Because of shit like this. And here goes LeBron once again. Bitching and crying on the sideline. After the game goes to overtime, like all hope is lost. LeBron, you got another five minutes. If you're so pissed off, score 20. Like Kobe and Jordan used to do. This is the gap. This is what the fuck I mean. This is the difference between Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. Jordan complained. Kobe cussed the ref out. Granted, I get it. But this nigga bitched and cried and didn't do shit in that overtime. The nigga disappears in the clutch like he always fucking does. The best 46-minute player we've ever seen, but never closes out the last two minutes. He rarely closes shit out. And this is not even the tip of the iceberg. Patrick Beverly, he was big in that game. Patrick Beverly had some great moments. That tip dunk, a lot of people forgot Patrick Beverly used to have bounce. He used to dunk on people. Look up, look up Patrick Beverly's Houston Rockets highlights. pulling the camera out, dog. That was the funniest moment of this, this NBA season. That boy pulled out a camera like he was Joe Horn.
But that was funny, bro. Hella funny. This is what pissed me off about the game. It wasn't LeBron. It was Darvin Ham's strategy in overtime. So you mean to tell me throughout the last three minutes of the fourth quarter and overtime, your best player does not get the ball. Did this nigga even register a shot attempt in overtime? your best player who's been averaging 27 points and 12 rebounds and this nigga doesn't get the ball the whole quarter it's just lebron throwing up bricks dennis schroeder throwing up bricks russell westbrook missing layups you know what i'm saying anthony davis doesn't get any opportunities somebody that's a little bit more efficient now i think i saw him attempt one shot And that was in the first quarter. And that was the one where uh, Beverly got the tip dunk on. But that shit really pissed me off. The game planning was trashed by the Lakers. And they definitely deserved to lose that game due to the fact that... Anthony Davis was not utilized in overtime at all. They didn't post him up. He's the biggest dude out there. Robert Williams did not play. Al Horford is 6'8". Anthony Davis is 6'11". Darvin Ham, get your shit together. And that goes back to my question. Was that a foul? A little bit. I wouldn't have called the foul. But I guess it was a foul. (laughs) Let's move on off this subject, right? The Dallas Mavericks are interested in Kyle Kuzma. I mean, look, man, it looks like Washington's management is content on keeping Kuzma, Beal, and Porzingis a big three. And that's a hell of a big three. All they need is probably like a more solid scoring fourth option for this team. And they out of here. Because I'm not sure. Monte Morris, not consistent enough. Um, Daniel Gafford, he's kind of like an offensive liability and only reduced to a lob threat. Kind of like a poor man's Clint Capella in a way. Um, Denny Avija hasn't developed like we thought. Corey Kispert is inconsistent with his jumper. Um... So if I'm the Wizards, I'm going to 
combine multiple players. I mean, Kendrick Nunn could be that piece, though. Kendrick Nunn could be that fourth guy. Because I know Nunn didn't play well in L.A., but he's on a new team, a new system, and he'll have a newfound confidence. Oh, boy. Fred Van Vliet is expected to sign with Clutch Sports. Oh, Lord. He's in the Illuminati, y'all. The one thing I can say about... I don't know. I'm not even going to say nothing. Fuck it. Speaking of Fred Van Vliet, Fred Van Vliet is on crack. Drizzy Van Vliet is on dope. He's on dog food. He's talking about he wants Tyler Hero money. (laughs) Okay, man. You're an NBA champion. You are a former all-star. You are an, uh, uh, yeah, you're NBA champion, a former all-star. I get it. But as of the last, ever since Fred Van Bleets won that championship, he's been inconsistent as hell. Some days he looks like an all-star, and some days he looks like he needs to be in the G League. And you mean to tell me that you think that you're worth four years and $130 million? Now, I'm not above any black man getting money. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm talking about what you think what you think you worth versus what you are really worth. Four years and 130 million? You think you really worth 30 million a year? Get the fuck out of here. At most, maybe 18 million a year. Maybe 19. At most 20. Maybe you're worth Miles Turner money. I'll give you that. And that's well, actually, you know what? Fuck that. Miles Turner got paid 30 million. In an extension. We'll get to that, right? But, um, no. Van Bleed is probably worth 18 to 20 million in these days and times, even though players are getting paid too much money, especially those players that sit out every other fucking game. And Tyler Hero is much better than, um, That was wild. But my thing is, this is crazy to me. That Van Bleet really thinks he's worth all that. And I understand. Know yourself, know your worth. I get it. But, bro, you decent. It's good, but it's not good enough. Okay. Now, I have a million-dollar question. Why is Drake dropping so much music? According to Jordan Tower news on YouTube, right, I was watching a Jordan Tower video, and I had just realized why Drake is dropping so much music and why does he do that at a frequent pace? Drake signed a 10 album deal slash extension with um, Universal Republic, right? You know? He's no longer with Cash Money anymore. 
But, you know, Drake is dropping so much. He signed a 10-album deal with these guys. And once he completes the deal, he gets $400 million. So if you complete, if he completes this, he's a billionaire. all about getting this just like tip said it's all about getting to the b i can't give you a b but i can give you an m but it's all about the b and the collaboration project with 21 savage is the third album on that deal so expect drake music for the next i don't know he might put out another solo album very soon I wouldn't be surprised. He could put out a sequel with Future. He could do it out that finally, you know, the album with Lil Wayne that everyone wants. But that's what I got from Jordan Tower and shit. You know what I mean? But. Mace, I'm going to be in All right. So. The Portland Trailblazers have offered forward Jeremy Grant a four-year, $112 million max extension. Jeremy Grant, however, has not accepted the deal and will be eligible for a five-year, $233 million max deal during free agency this offseason. Well, I mean, that's a good decision. But honestly, four years, $112 million is around his actual work it's around there i'd say four years 100 million maybe four years 88 million but that four year 112 million dollar max extension is what he should be paid that's a lot of cheese for jeremy grant man i don't know portland I think that Portland can upgrade from him. That's just my personal opinion, depending on the free agents that's coming out next year. Luka Doncic expects to be day-to-day with mild ankle sprain. You know, he had, I, you know, last episode I had a, an exclusive that Luka was injured, but we didn't know the severity of the injury. Now, you know, since it's day-to-day, He should be returning at some point this up-and-coming week. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ja Morant. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You see, Ja? You spoke too motherfucking soon. You spoke too soon. You talking about we ain't worried about the West. This season, you guys are what? 15 and 15 versus the Western Conference. And you've lost almost every game against the Western Conference ever since you said that. This is why I, in the beginning of the, uh, before the season started, I had Memphis sixth. Because of stupid shit that they do. But yeah, man. That talking is a disease. That fame is a disease. Being a top 10 player and being a little bit too arrogant and young with your thoughts is a disease. 
now, currently, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies are, where are they? NFL shit on. My bad. I was wondering what the fuck. Okay, currently Memphis is still the number two seed in the West, and they've lost their last five games. But they have a stranglehold on that number two seed while they have a um three and a half game lead on the third seed Kings. So they're a little bit comfortable. The Grizzlies need to humble themselves. Just flat the fuck out is that simple. Can Gunna actually recover from ratting? I don't know, man. I mean, 6ix9ine hasn't been able to put out anything that would result in platinum or gold since he went through the whole court case. Now, yes, he's still popular in a way, but he he didn't have the same magic as he did when he was popping. Gunna may not be able to fully recover, but I truly think that Gunna could still make good music. And I'm going to be honest with you. Gunna was was kind of mid anyway as a as a rapper slash M- MC. You know, I think I had him just outside the top 10 rappers list, not because of the ratting, but just the fact that DS Forever was kind of like disappointing to me. But can he recover and go gold? Sure. Can he go platinum? No. I don't see the sales being like it was last year. The Portland Trailblazers are open to discussing Josh Hart and Jessup Nurkic in trade talks. I mean, why not? If it means upgrading the roster, I mean, there are plenty of teams that can use Jessup Nurkic. I mean, you imagine if Nurkic went to the Celtics? Hmm. Or to the Golden State Warriors. There are a couple teams that can use Nurkic. Josh Hart can go anywhere. He can fit on any team in the NBA. That's how versatile Josh Hart is. He can fit anywhere on any team. So, I know y'all gonna be mad about this, but guess what? I do not give a fuck. Here's another reason why I don't think that LeBron breaking Kareem's record won't be as as impressive as Kareem originally breaking the scoring record. Kareem, throughout his whole entire career, Scored what? 38,000 points, right? 38,000 plus points. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar only hit one three-pointer throughout his entire career, y'all. One three and scored 38,000 points 
in 20 seasons. LeBron is currently in his 20 season shooting three-pointers and getting to it at a slow pace despite many of his games being incredible for his age. But let's look up how many threes LeBron James has made in his entire career. See, here's the thing on, on, on King Known Uncensored. We're going to tell the motherfucking truth. This man has made 2,228 three-pointers to get to his 38,000 points. Don't get me wrong. Him passing the scoring record would be great for his legacy. But however, I feel like Kareem's 38,000 points is way more impressive. Way more impressive. To only make one three his entire career is crazy. Now, we found out a mystery that was originally discussed on the last episode. You remember the team that I thought offered the multiple first-round picks for OG and Anobi? That question has been answered. And the team is... The New York Knicks. The New York Knicks were the team that offered three first-round picks for OG and Anobi. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The Knicks. I mean, Toronto, what are you waiting for? You don't involve Ananobi in the offense anyway. What the fuck is the perk? You're rebuilding. Your team is seeping down towards the lottery. Why not make that move? You're getting three first-round picks for just OG and Ananobi. And don't have to give nothing else up. Now, according to HipHopDX.com, right? Max B is expected to be released from jail in April. You know, because he was in jail for bank robbery. You know, for... uh, he was supposed to serve 75 years for that, but somehow he is getting released. The wave gonna be on the streets. I wonder what the fuck he's gonna do because Max B's been coming out with music. You know, he came out with a couple of EPs over the last couple of years. Now, Miles Turner, now that we're on the subject, Miles Turner signed a two-year, $60 million extension with the Indiana Pacers. Ha-ha, fakers! Yeah, you won't be getting Miles Turner. You can forget about Miles Turner, motherfucker. 
great. I'm glad that Miles Turner got a two-year contract extension. Yep, he signed a two-year contract extension worth $60 million. Wow, so it looks like Indiana is committed to Miles Turner, so he won't be getting traded anywhere. So all these teams that were interested can eat dirt and eat shit. <laughs> like that nigga Lamar. Uh-huh. Now it has been confirmed. I don't know if I've reported this before, but Pusha T left good music, y'all. Wow. I mean, he was the president of good music, getting a salary and everything. So it just maybe been related to all the stuff that Kanye's been doing. And Pusha just couldn't probably stand behind the bullshit that he was putting out, according to him. But what is he going to do? Yeah, this happened in December. I'm late. But he's looking towards, you know, starting his own label. He already has a his label under Def Jam. And he's looking to reunite Clips with his brother. So he has bigger things planned out. And before I get the fuck up out of here, um, Shaquille O'Neal roasted Kevin Durant. He roasted this shit out of him. Because, you know, Shaq said that he didn't know who Rui Hashimura was. And then Kevin Durant said, Shaquille doesn't know ball. And Shaq responded, I don't know ball, but I know how to brush my hair or decide to cut it when I was going ball. Love always, the bus driver. <laughs> KD said, damn, I got cooked for asking a simple question. Yeah, man, you, you, come at, you, come at the, you come at the diesel, you best not miss. But all right. That is my show for today. Uh, this is King Known Uncensored, Cry Baby, and I'm out this bitch.